I'm Misty Winkler, and you're listening to the Simplified Organization audio blog, episode 12. Does getting organized feel overwhelming because there are just so many pieces to juggle in your life? Remember, this is Simplified Organization. It's not about having ordered closets and clean drawers and matching labels on every matching container. It's about knowing your priorities, keeping first things first, even if that means leaving the crumbs on the floor for a day. The point is doing the important things without stressing out about the non-essential. So let's do it. The Cheerful Chore Challenge We moderns tend to compartmentalize our lives, thinking of what we do and who we are as we do them, as unrelated segments and pieces. So there easily becomes the church me, the hanging out with friends me, the homeschooling mom me, the wife me, the internet me, and the tedious chores me. And the tedious chores me thinks that how she behaves is irrelevant to the wife or the hanging out with friends me. And likewise, the church or internet me seems to have nothing to do with the tedious chores me. But we are whole people, and we get in trouble when we live in false paradigms. I am one me, and you are one you, and there is no separate identity in each area of our life. That's true even with the housework. How we do what we are responsible to do in the little area of home will be how we handle responsibility in wider and deeper areas. It's practice for what we are becoming. How we think and act in the seemingly insignificant work will affect how we think and act in all our work. We are what we repeatedly do, and if we repeatedly, day in and day out, complain and grumble, then we will be complainers and grumblers, and not just in that one area, but in them all. Moreover, our children learn our attitudes. They learn to value things not so much based on what we tell them, but based on how we actually value them. Children are insightful, much more so than we give them credit for. They internalize the message that our attitudes convey, even when we are unaware of what those messages are. They will see in us someone who grumbles about work we don't want to do, someone who does a slapdash job because she doesn't really care, someone who values herself over others. And we must learn to draw the connection from our own attitudes about our work to the problems we have with them over their math lessons. It will be better for us and for our children if we can overthrow as many of those walls compartmentalizing our lives as we can. Tidying, wiping up, putting away should just be a part of life woven into the day. Putting a day's school books back when the work is done should be just as much a part of the lesson as the reading itself. They're not actually unrelated at all. It's part of doing our work responsibly and well. And there's the rub, because when I look at it that way, it's no wonder the kids often complain about their chores and do a half-hearted job and leave stuff out. I leave stuff out, telling myself I'll get back to it, even when the truth is I just don't want to bother. I not infrequently do a half-hearted job and look for a likely excuse to bail on my own chores. Even if I'm not complaining audibly to the children about my work, do I not get crabby when the work has piled up and I'm finally tackling it? just like they do? My children and I, we are in the same boat together, and it's my job to lead the way, not push them on ahead of me while I sulk behind. 
because, annoying or not, more is caught than taught. I am pretty good at self-justification and excusing myself plausibly. The children attempt to do the same, but they just aren't as good at it yet. What I need to see in their attitudes and responses is not primarily sin to be squashed out of them, but a reflection of my own attitudes and responses, magnified and in my face. I need to repent, then, of my own sin and help show them the way out. I need to model the correct response not only to the conflict and the grumbling, but to the work itself. And then we could all practice. Stop the grumbling, start over again, try again, give the correct response, repeat. Slowly the habits will change and the attitudes will follow, if I am dealing with my own first and foremost. And that is the primary way something as mundane as daily chores affects the entirety of our lives and being. It is a small, insignificant area of our life that can be offered up to God, a place where we can die to ourselves and choose to do the right thing instead of the easy thing or convenient thing. It is an area of our lives that we can grow in sanctification, and we should not despise the day of small things, as we so often do. Christ said, One who is faithful in a very little is also faithful in much, and one who is dishonest in a very little is also dishonest in much. That faithfulness in the little things will grow and spill out and affect everything else, eventually and perhaps subtly, but surely. Head on over to simplifiedorganization.com slash audio to find all the episodes from this season about house cleaning, as well as previous episodes. And while you're waiting for the next episode, please pop on over to iTunes and leave a rating and review so that iTunes knows this is a podcast that should be featured and recommended. Thanks. Remember, organization starts with your attitude. Work your plan, roll with the punches, and do the right next thing.